I'm not an advocate for drugs, but guys, I uh, I took mushrooms. Threesome, just us, you, me, and your best friend. Welcome to the podcast, another episode of a one-man show. Today on the Sode, Sode, Fode, we got Fode, <laughs> Wrong. Pearson, and we got Adelia. Welcome back, Adelia. Welcome back. Good to be back. Where you been? Yeah, where you been? Where you been? What do you mean? Been right I've been here. here. I've been here, too. That's not true. <laughs> Y'all. You've literally been gone. <laughs> No, Mark left. Adelia's been talking to some cute boy. She told me not to bring it up, though. Oh, who's the cute boy? What is his name? We don't have to talk about it. But, I want guys, I want to start it. off with some hot news. Uh, Addison Ray and her mom did the WAP dance. Very And hot. you know what? It made me extremely uncomfortable. And I say that mainly because I made a video with her and her mom that got taken down, and apparently that made people feel uncomfortable. So I'm going to reverse the spectrum here yeah. and say that Addison Ray's mother doing the WAP was extremely uncomfortable to me. That should not be allowed on TikTok. Honestly, me watching that for real made me very uncomfortable. You should have reported it. <laughs> Did you report it? No. I'm okay. just messing. Nothing. Okay. Here's what I Can I, I ask? Uh, uh, so why... Why didn't you report it? And also, is there stuff that... Have you reported stuff online? Where I've you've been never like, reported... Uh, only like on yeah. Instagram or some creeps, but like just... I, I just watched it. I didn't like it and engage with the whole thing. I just watched it and I was like, I can't believe this woman just did that. Not gonna lie. Here's what I don't yeah. get. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm a big like advocate for like, do your thing on it. Social media, yeah. post whatever you want to mm-hmm. post. Why did my video get taken down when there's... Dude, I've seen some fucking gnarly shit on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, gnarly, like, yeah. racist shit, homophobic shit, like... Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the morality clause is inside of TikTok because I went and read through their uh, code of conduct when I first got on the app, and I was like, oh, okay. That's you actually read it? Yeah, I went through most <laughs> of it because I got, like... Three videos taken down right off the bat. And I was like, I got to figure out what this is because clearly Instagram and TikTok are not, they don't have the same code of conduct. Right. There's literally girls with nipples on Instagram. Yeah. And like TikTok was, it took down a video where I was, I was dressed up as Chucky and everybody was Halloween and I was in the background. You couldn't even see the fake plastic knife that I was holding. Because you had a weapon. But I had a weapon, but then I cropped it out in the following edit and they still took it down. Damn. And I was like. What the, wow. What's going on? I don't understand it. I've gotten one video taken down. You know, well, the thing is, my video isn't even taken down. It says it's under review. Uh-huh. So they didn't take it down, but they've been reviewing this video for like three days. Yeah. Meanwhile, Addison and her mom are getting 80 million views on their fucking WAP dance, which yeah. is extremely sexual. Basically, what, the can video. We tell the people what WAP stands for. Adelia, yeah. would you please tell us what WAP stands for? I don't want to say the word. Well, we don't want to say the word because we'll get clapped. So I don't could really you say know it? what it means? You know what it means. I don't know what the A stands for. Ass. ass. Wet ass pussy. Exactly. So here's the thing. When I, when I released threesome, I was like, all right, this is kind of an out there song. And then I heard wet ass pussy the next <laughs> week. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm in the clear. But look, my TikTok was basically like the whole threesome thing. Like, I really like you. And I really like your friend too. Is there nothing I could do for the both of you? And it was for Addison and her mom. <laughs> Which I get it. It's fucking disgusting. It's incest. It's a joke, though. Right. Like, I'm not actually going to do it unless the opportunity presents itself. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Another disgusting. joke. That's oh, disgusting. Another also, that joke. was a joke. We yeah. laughed at there the joke. A joke. Okay. So, I don't know. Don't take things too seriously on the internet. If you don't want to be uh, offended, I guess, on the internet, then don't be on the internet. Yeah. Um, but I didn't want to post it. And this is kind of like... This is the first video in my life where I'm like, God, I know people are going to say some shit about this, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm prepared to suffer. Or what is it? Face the consequences. Yeah. 
And I know a lot of people post controversial shit. You never really hear me talking shit about people on the internet. And even like I've talked shit about people on the podcast and I've had Tyler cut it because I was like, I just don't want that out there. Yeah. Um, but honestly, it felt kind of good to just like not give a fuck. Yeah. Well, and also it wasn't you weren't even talking shit or. Yeah, but it was just it, I knew it was an uncomfortable. It video. was a controversial thing to post, but it wasn't right. it wasn't like a it wasn't negative. You mm-hmm. know, it was still it was still like a, a technically a positive joke. Like you're both very attractive. You know, <laughs> that was the joke. And like, I would like to have a three way with you, a threesome. And uh, and but it's it's funny because there is kind of a, a an interesting double standard because we'll also remember there was that trend that went around. Mm-hmm. I want to have Backstreet a three way. Boys, yeah. And that was what I found interesting that like nobody took any of those videos down. Mm-hmm. Like I'm also curious, just like out of curiosity to flip the spectrum, say mm-hmm. a female posted like a uh, little Huddy and his dad, like, yeah. Oh, I want to have a threesome with you and your dad. Yeah. I feel like people would be like, Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Right. They wouldn't be like, that's disgusting. I, I think I would agree. I'm yeah. not sure, but I think I would. What should about you? Try it? Should I post something? We should. Actually, you should. You should do one with like, yeah. Do little Huddy and his dad or like Bryce Hall and his dad. <laughs> Somebody that's like out there that it'll, it'll garnish the same attention that Addison Ray and her mom would. And just as like a social experiment, just see what happens. What the reaction would be like. Yeah, that'd be really fascinating because I'm... Someone out there, if you're listening and you want to make a TikTok. Yo, seriously. Yeah. But it, go out, hit threesome in the music list. If you're a female. If you're a female and do like Lil Huddy or Bryce Hall and we I, like as a true social experiment, start posting it. The dealer's gonna post one. Mm-hmm. I wish I could post one, but I. Or even like Addison and her mom, if you're a female. Yeah. Like, a, see what yeah. happens. Like, cause see what people say. I want to see what like the spectrum of like morality is on TikTok. That is yeah. an interesting. Regardless, thing. threesomes crushing it, and thank you guys for making your TikToks. We just hit over two thousand videos on that, and we just hit over a million streams on threesome in less than a month, which is absolutely crazy. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah, Let's go. In the studio writing a bunch of smashes. Uh, I'm excited to release some more music. And what I've realized, guys, is writing music. music. What kind of music do you write? Mark? Some of my favorite music, music out Mark? there is uh, McMark. <laughs> music ma- writing. Are you okay? Mighting music uh, is massively, massively numinabas. One of the fulfilling experiences of my life. <laughs> For those that didn't understand that, here's a recap. Writing music has been one of the most fulfilling experiences of my life. It's a new way to express myself through art. You guys know I've made 500. Oh my gosh. Mark's brain has officially shut off. Let me drink some water. Listen, while he's drinking water, tell us about that guy. Piercing. What? No. Why not? Because I want to keep it private. Can I? Oh, yeah. Can we keep it private, but right here? On the podcast? podcast. No. It's private. It's you just guys, the three of us. Guys, drop cameras. A, if this video gets 5,000 likes, <laughs> we're going to uh, talk about <laughs> talk about Adelia's no. guy. Is, wait, question though. Is no it questions. boyfriend official? No. Oh, wow. Oh. If you're listening, dude, that likes Adelia, I'm sorry. You're not boyfriend official. Roasted. <clears throat> I'm kidding. I'm back. But what I've realized is writing music is one of the most satisfying things I've done in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's just a new way to express myself. We talked about it on Pearson's podcast. I'll link that down below if yes. you guys want to listen to his. Got you, bro. Fuck you. But yeah, I think. Why do you think it is that, like, in the creative space, I guess finding a new art form or finding a new passion, whether you, if you guys are listening, why do you think it's so much more fulfilling than like what you first were passionate about? Mm-hmm. Adelia. I don't know. It's all you. I. 
so we talked about it this morning mm-hmm. and I said it's the it's when you hit your 10,000 hours and you've exceeded that expectation um, it's like when Picasso got bored of drawing in the lines and he was like oh, I'm so tired of this I need to reinvent and experiment and try new things and stretch myself because that's what I find interesting is the process and the adventure of trying something new that could be a flop or a hit you know that adrenaline that you get of like is this going to be good because we all know it's going to be good when you draw the perfect thing Mm -hmm. you make the perfect vlog it's going to be good but how much more exciting is it when you create something and you have that little bit of like nervous excitement that that takes over. Mm-hmm. So you've become literally an expert, beyond expert level vlogger. And in that time, you're like, fuck, I gotta, I gotta experiment. I gotta try new things to reinvent my love and my passion for creation. And that's right. why I think that's why I think music is so dope for you because it's such a new way to tell stories. And it's a different side of myself. It's yeah. like the podcast, but in lyrical form. Yeah. Absolutely. Like everybody gets to see the real side of me or like the real emotion, the real thoughts. And mm-hmm. that's the cool thing about music because the vlog is always like no one's coming to a vlog to like see sadness. No, not yeah. at all. You know, so it's like expressing. Unless it's like a breakup video. Right. It's expressing a side of emotion that uh, you guys don't get to see of me, which is super dope. Like how I want to have a threesome. <laughs> oh my God. So question for you. Yeah. Do you want to have a threesome? Nah, not really. If the opportunity presented itself, maybe. Say, say, let's present a fake scenario <laughs> um, of sorts. Let's say uh, Addison Ray and her mother. No. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. That's a joke, people. Please, for the love of God, don't hate me on that. Um, but also going on the expanding myself and taking myself out of my comfort zone. I went to Mexico this past weekend and stated a... Huge result. Not a, also, it wasn't a res- what up, fans from Mexico? How y'all Mexico? doing? Hola. It was a stop. like thirty thousand square foot house. It was huge. Own private beach, like super sick. There was a club inside, a tequila tasting room, a movie theater. Oh. I was taking a shower outside. Like my shower was outside. There was a crab in my shower. <laughs> Drinks nonstop. No, An amazing there were experience. crabs in yeah. your shower. Yeah. I didn't have crabs. I had oh, oh. literally oh. a crab in my shower. So oh, multiple it. crabs. What kind of yes, crabs? Yes. <laughs> um, but guys, I uh, I know I, where this is going. I took mushrooms. Yeah. Yes. That's my boy. I've been waiting. See, this isn't something I would normally wouldn't talk about. Not time. I took shrooms, guys. Can't be the only one taking shrooms. On Pearson's this. taking them. Adelia, you've never taken them? No, but we were going to. Adelia's down. Um, I'm not an advocate for drugs. No. Sugar is a drug, by the way. I just want to—I yeah. yeah. want to point out and chocolate and everything. <laughs> I would like to point out there's some chemical compounds that a lot of people mistake as a food group, and it is actually a drug or what we term as an addictive quality. Which also shrooms is legal in Colorado, right? Legal in yeah. Colorado, Washington, San Diego, really wow. places where they're doing actual uh, clinical Research. testing on how it helps your uh, neural growth and dopamine. Mm-hmm. I got it. Well. I don't know anything about shrooms. Um, there's different strands and whatever. Same mm-hmm. thing as weed. But I trust the people around me to give me the good kind. So yeah. if you're out there and someone's like, hey, take these, you, you got to really trust them. Yeah. Do your research. Don't it's do that. Not, yeah. Do your not, research first. It's not a. Pearson's done the research. So I asked him and he's like, yeah, they're fine. I was yeah. like, okay, cool. Facts. Um, you had a great time. But too. I had a good time. Yeah. It was a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. The walls were breathing. Like if you look at the shag <laughs> carpet right now, the shag carpet was like waving mm-hmm. like trees it was so cool 
It was wow. very, very cool. Yeah. Um, I would like to take them in a creative setting, not like a party setting, just to see the it's difference. so much different. To like maybe like think different or like mm-hmm. try to come up with an idea or see where it takes me. But it was it was dope and you didn't feel like trash the next day. And Zero hangover. No hangover from it. Mm-hmm. It's just like it literally like it feel like it taps into a piece of your brain that. How long did it last? Uh, well, I kept taking them. So oh, okay. <laughs> how long does it usually last? Like if you take like, uh, two to four hours. Oh, OK. Yeah. If you're doing like a, I guess, quote unquote, party dose, which is anywhere from like two grams to four grams, that would be technically your party dose. And that'll last from two to four hours, depending on your metabolism. Mm-hmm. But to add to your uh, experience of saying it felt like it opened up your brain, actually true. Mm-hmm. They did research on it. I think it was at Johns Hopkins, but they did um, CT scans. I think it was CT scans. I can't remember. Some sort of scan on the brain. And um, they imaged the brain before they took mushrooms. And it was like, you know, you had activity over here in your cortex and blah, 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 blah. And it had these little spots that were lit up. And then they imaged the brain on shrooms and most of the brain had been lit up and so you're connecting things that normally don't connect and they're interacting with each other and so suddenly your worlds of logic and reason are now interacting with creativity and flow and your brain is actually working at its most efficient on things like that it was very fascinating and it's fucking hilarious because the last night i was sitting there talking to the bartender guy that like the, the house had staff my friend He's very well off and he had a very nice house with yes, staff yes. and nonstop 24 seven concierge or whatever you want to call it full service. And I was sitting there talking with the guy and he took him, we took him together, me and the bartender. And it was mm-hmm. his first time taking him. And I was like, yeah, this is my first time too. I mean, I took him the night before, but like this trip is my first time. And I was like, like, uh, he just took him and we were sitting there and he was like, this is awesome, man. Like <laughs> the funny thing is one of the guys, so they're in chocolate form and they're like in like a, it's kind of like a Hershey bar, I guess you could yeah. call it. And one of the other staff like was like cleaning up and like went to throw it away, the chocolate. And then one of the people, like one of the girls on the trip was like, no, 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 don't throw that away. Don't throw that away. So he was like curious and he took a piece of the chocolate. He didn't know what it was, but he ate it. And he was like, on, he was tripping on shrooms and he didn't know what he took. So then I told my buddy, cause he saw me eating the chocolate or I was like, Hey, you want some? And he's like, what is that? And I was like, it's shrooms. And he's like, Oh, I've never done them or something. And I was like, Oh, if you just take a little bit, bro, before I even finished my sentence, he put the whole thing in his mouth. Amazing. <laughs> didn't care. He's like, bro, I got to tell the guy from yesterday that he took shrooms. He's going to fucking freak out. That's hilarious. But uh, yeah, like I said, not telling you to do it, but. From my experience, it was very fun. I've also heard of other people having bad experiences, so don't take my word for it. Yeah, no, definitely. You guys, this is not, we're idiots with microphones, so definitely <laughs> don't take our advice on anything unless you've done your research to do it. And right. that's like, yeah, shrooms are not regulated by the FDA or anything like that. They're doing research right now. But yeah, you can, have, you can totally have a bad trip on anything. Literally, anything. I think if you're if you're around negative energy, which I felt like I I, I realized to get away from that, like there was like a little, there was a pocket of bad people. Yeah, there, and I was yeah. like, All right, I, I'm, I need to get away from these people. Also, yeah. I we were watching a movie that was like had killing and stuff in it, and mm-hmm. I was like, all right, dude, I gotta go. Out. I can't watch yeah. this movie. For sure, like I'm trying to have a good time, and the the movie was about like murder. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, I'm going upstairs. <laughs> That's why I went and hung out with the bartender by myself because mm-hmm. they were watching Law Abiding Citizen. First of all, I've seen it like four times. It's yeah. my favorite movie. Second of all, it's all about killing people. 
So I went up and chilled with the guy and we just had a fucking blast. That's great. You went to Washington. How was that? Washington was fun, man. Um, it was my brother's wedding. Uh, Congratulations. I'm making you. the biggest mistake. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> biggest fucking mistake of your life. No, nah, man. I, you know, I, I really don't like going home. Uh, reasons being that there are, <laughs> there, there can be a lot of, um, it feels like an emotional trap going home because it's so much of the stuff that I had to escape from as far as my mentality and people that discouraged me mm-hmm. and people that honestly, they just, they resonate with a, uh, I, I don't want to call it bottom feeding mentality, but it's like they want to see the worst in things. Right. Well, before you get into that, I, I've been reading this book. It's called the war of art or the art of war, which art of war, art of war, that one over there. Sorry. War of, War of Art. Yeah. It's about creativity and resistance. And going off what you said just now, I read this passage and it made me feel like a lot of people, I could relate to this and maybe you guys can too. If you find yourself criticizing other people, you're probably doing it out of resistance. When we see either others beginning to live their authentic selves, it drives us crazy if we have not lived yet out our own. Individuals who are realizing their own lives. <clears throat> Just so, be a little respectful. Wait, but that that actually that voice crack was in the passage. So oh. <laughs> lives almost never criticize others. If they speak at all, it's to offer encouragement. Watch yourself of all the manifestations of resistance. Most only harm ourselves. Criticism and cruelty harm others as well. So mm-hmm. basically those who aren't happy with themselves are going to try to bring you down. Mm-hmm. And that's not good. And that's yeah. like when you go home, it's like. I've had that in my life, like literally, even when I did my, you know, song threesome and I did mm-hmm. the album art, I had f- people in there bashing me for, for creating something that I want to create. Yeah. yeah. Like, nah, that's not, that's not the move. It's not the vibe. It, like you back your phone. What does it say? Back of my phone. No bad vibes. <laughs> yeah. And like legitimately that's, I, I had so much frustration about going home. That's why you have like frustration, like when you're putting out the song and people were being pieces of shit to you. Mm -hmm. It sucks. It really does. Like when people go out of their way to discourage you, when you're trying to do something new, you know exactly that passage where it's like, they are critiquing you out of their own insecurity. And there's times in my life where I'm game to like, go take that on. And I just, at this point in my life where I have so much happening right now, I was just like, man, I don't, I definitely don't. Well, it's like the same with you when you did your gay role and no kiss list. Yeah. Your family disowned you. Yeah. Literally. Like what is, what is you doing a movie role have to do with your fucking family? Right. You know? Yeah. Like what are they? So, and and I, I wrote this down. No offense to my mom, Mm -hmm. but like, I want to get a tattoo. Yeah. And I'm scared to, because like my whole life, my parents and the people in Ohio ingrained in me that tattoos are bad and why like tattoos are bad. Yeah. And it's like, why does my mom care if I get a tattoo? Yeah. Like, what does that have to do with her? You, you, to them, you are a direct reflection of their spawn. But what does are, a tattoo change about who I am? It doesn't. think like I'm a bad person because I have all these tattoos. No, it's fine. Like, they didn't raise you. Right. <laughs> right. For like, anyone that's not their kid, it doesn't matter. Right. It's like my parents have the same thing. They're like, oh my God, that's a great tattoo. I yeah. love that on you. Yeah. But then when it comes to their kids, they're like, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Is it? It's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Like if I wasn't in acting, I would full for sure have sleeves, mm-hmm. leg tats and full neck. Really? Absolutely. <clears throat> if I, if this was like not an issue, that. oh, it'd be awesome. Yeah. I would love it. I was what totally, if you were the rock and you like, 
could get away with that. Could, yeah, you could do whatever the fuck you want. Basically, they're gonna <sighs> hire you for you regardless. You know, I'd, I'd probably do it. I'm gonna. I, I will get all those things probably leading into like my seventies and stuff like that. <laughs> when you're wrinkly. Yeah, I'll be like, fuck it, why not? But and why do you think? Why do? Uh, why is your family typically the first people to hold you back on doing things that you want to do? Can I open that that question to you first? Sure. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I mean, I think it has to do with. Uh, I don't know. That's why I pose the question of like, why does my mom care if I get a tattoo? Why does yeah. my mom care if I write the song threesome? Why do you think she cares? Because it's not how she would do things. Yeah. She does. She wouldn't get a tattoo. She wouldn't write the song threesome. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, and why? Do, why do you think they, outside of maybe like a religious stance on the threesome, what what would be the downfall to her doing it? What is their What is their morality clause? Mm. What is their code of conduct that says that's a bad thing? I just think I'm, I, I'm different. Yeah, like I'm that's different. why I'm that's why I'm, I'm out different. here. That's why I'm in LA. I I, I chose a different path mm-hmm. than my entire family, and no one has paved this path. I'm the guy that's carving it out, trying yeah. to figure it out. So like I'm leading the charge of like basically like my ancestors coming to America. I'm leading the charge of going to LA. Yeah, and like starting a new path for my family. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, there's no blueprint for me. Mm-hmm. There's a blueprint for my other family members, you know, mm-hmm. like, and people that don't go off and take a risk, I guess. Yeah. What do you think, Adelia? <clears throat> yeah. You're just probably her little boy. She, she doesn't want, you know, mm-hmm. you to, I don't know. She what, just cares. Do you have mom, that in your life when like, oh, wait, go ahead. I'm just going to tell mom, mom, call me. Let's talk. <laughs> why, why don't you want me to get a tattoo? <laughs> I'm wait. I can't wait to hear this conversation. Yeah. I hope I walk in on it too. What do you do? You have like people in your life that have discouraged you from like chasing your dreams? Um, not that I don't know. Like my mom, my mom sometimes. Like mm-hmm. when I first moved out here, um, she was scared and stuff, and like she'd always tell me to come home and and whatnot because mm-hmm. she didn't think like L.A. was it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, but I think like, I don't know, years on, she kind of like got used to it. She like started to understand. Mm. Um, but, and now she's like all for it. Right. She loves it. She like loves that I do YouTube. She loves like, right. But when you first started, wasn't she like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You don't, you're not a YouTuber. That's what I'm saying. Like people don't see it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people like when you start something, no one sees the vision, but you Yep. like your family doesn't have the same vision as you and your friends, especially too. Mm -hmm. like you need to believe in yourself and then prove to them like, like that it is a thing like that it's possible. People need to, you have to, you are going to seem insane yeah, to everybody it. around you. Yeah. And they will call you insane. They're going to call you stupid or that's mm-hmm. this. And you're going to be like, hey, thanks. Actually, you saying that I have great style and my property value goes up every time <laughs> I move into a neighborhood? Yeah. Great. Right. You know, little, you have to have like, you have to be prepared for um, the quote unquote bashes with a, a compliment back. Be like, hey, thanks. I'm glad you think I'm insane. Right. I want to do things that people are like, that people wouldn't do. Yeah. That's what makes me unique. It's like, oh, you wouldn't do that. Yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm going to do, do it. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, why would you want to do what everyone else is doing? Bro, my parents all the time will come at me with stuff and no offense to my mom and dad, but they'll come at me and be like, we didn't think that was very a very good look. And I go, 
ask me if I care what you think. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, you're a little piece of shit. I'm like, you, but, but you love me. And they're like, yeah, but you don't have to be a piece of shit. And I go, I'm just doing what I do. Mm. You cannot expect me to change what I do. I'm an artist. Right. Right. Well, and I think it too, it comes with like what we talk about breaking away from your parents. Mm-hmm. And it, I always relate back to this Sasha Sloan song, Older. It's like the older we get, the more that we see our parents aren't heroes. They're just like me. So like I'm 26, I'm an adult, you're 28, you're 26. It's like I'm living on my own. I'm making my own decisions. Yeah, yeah, you're my parents, but like I'm not your baby anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like. The divorce happened when I was 18 and moved out. So if I get a fucking full ass body of tattoos. Yeah, that's right, boy. Which I would never, mom. Yeah, whatever. Maybe I don't know. Mark, uh, after the podcast, let's um, go back to the photos that we took of you getting the full ass body tattoo. Dude, they're oh. under this, under the shirt. They're under the shirt. Okay. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, little roommate talk here. Yep. Actually, let's talk about Adelia. Let's talk about Adelia. Yes, she, she hasn't talked much. Let's I, Adelia I talk. Tell tell us, uh, you got lip injections this week. We saw that. It was like a week, two weeks ago. Also, why didn't you invite me to get lip injections? Yeah. because you don't need. You have really great luscious lips. Oh, why did you get I lip was injections? I it wasn't lip injections. It's called glow pen, which is like not an injection. <laughs> so there's no like needle going in. It's like mm. one of those. Um, Insulin. You know how people get an insulin and it just goes. Mm-hmm. Doop. That's gotcha. what it was all around my lips. So, so why do you still feel a needle going in? Can I ask why do you feel like you need to get something like that done? What what don't you like about your organic original lips that yeah, your organic. mother? It wasn't even that. I uh-huh. just wanted to try it, mm-hmm. and my really really good friend just got certified in it, and I was like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it but you've had lip injections before, yeah. So you didn't like your lips. When I got my lip injections, yeah. Question: that's when I, Why didn't did, you? Did like you your have lips? pencil pencil lips like the little thin ones? Wow. See that makes that makes like, total sense. No, but like yeah, yeah. See, I see. Here's the thing. I'm not an advocate for like body shaming or anything like that. But I'm like, if you got a problem that legitimately makes you insecure all the time, and you look in the mirror and you're like, I could fix that. As financial <laughs> means, I can like as long as you get the therapy that you need. It was always in the budget for me too. Like right. it was always like very discounted or friends. Or it's like it was always. I, I wasn't like grabbing money out of my ass just to like get mm-hmm. this done like it was always yeah i can afford this do you do you feel better and feel more confident yeah because i've been thinking about lip injections for a really long time so if mm-hmm. i if you think about something for such a long time it's like you might as well just like get it yeah. you know it's like been, tattoo. Oh. do you think about lip, lip injections no i think about tattoo yeah. tattoo oh See, yeah if you <laughs> think about it for like a long period of time it's like why not mm-hmm. you know if you think about it in like a day like oh i think i'm getting my lips done like let's go like that's not do you think people weird. still i think just because the older i've gotten the less i've given a fuck about people getting work done and mm-hmm. living in la like everyone has work done yeah. yeah i don't care if you get a nose job or a boob job I just or got botox the other day too yeah. but i used to yeah judge people hardcore same like i had my ex so she wanted lip injections i was like what's wrong with your lips why the fuck do you want to be like every other They're great girl? lips i kiss them all the time yeah. yeah um do you think people still care about that stuff or is it just me that doesn't care i think it's becoming more normalized like i was even back home and uh i won't say who but there was <laughs> nah it doesn't matter my mom's cool with this shit like her and her friends like talk about it all the time um and they're like oh yeah like we we're all talking about this like really great doctor who does it nearby and it's all like, you know, especially as you're getting older as like a man or a woman, like especially now when everything's seen all the time, 
you do want to kind of like be more in shape and there's kind of this focus around health and fitness and wellness and feeling confident in yourself. And a lot of times when like, man, you get that turkey neck that's coming down here <laughs> and that's genetic. I have something that's, I'm going to have to fight that like crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, man, as soon as that time comes for me, I'm just, <laughs> yep, same. I'm going for it. Same. I don't mind. Um, but I think it's definitely becoming more normalized, which I don't know. I just, it doesn't bother me. It's like, it's like a tattoo. Does it make you more confident? Great, go for it. Whatever pill you got to yeah. take that helps with that, as long as you're not abusing it and using it for body dysmorphia. Because think about it. We take a shower to smell good for hygiene purposes. We comb our hair. We do, we do our hair. Mm -hmm. Nobody thinks about that twice. Right. right. We put on clothes every day. This is just a new form of that thing, and it's expanded. Right. And sure, it's different, but... I think that people that judge other people are just jealous that they... Cause they want to do it, but they don't have the balls to do it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, like I have an insecurity in myself, but I don't want to see you fix that insecurity in yourself. Yeah. So it's like, why would you care if your fucking friend did some work? Yeah. Do they look nice? Unless it's your girlfriend. They look great. I, here's what I, I do I understand like the, yeah. like say, mm -hmm. I, say I'm dating Adelia and I like mm -hmm. her for who she is. Wait, which, what? I said, say I'm dating Adelia. Wait, say, what? Say, say, okay, you're dating Adelia. So Sam <laughs> and uh, and she's like, I want to get a boob job. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would be like, well, I mean, I'd be down for that. But <laughs> <laughs> what but guy is it? But you know what I'm saying? If the studio gets five, three K likes, Mark. Mark will pay for a boob job. No, if won't. this video gets three likes, Mark will pay for a boob job. <laughs> um, but I see that like. You don't want your girlfriend to change, mm -hmm. but also now I see your side of things of like, oh, if it makes you feel more confident, then yeah. go for it by all yeah. means. Mm -hmm. And also if you've done the research, if you know what the long-term effects are, if you know what the short-term effects mm -hmm. are, like I'm so much more mature post my relationship and like, mm -hmm. I was so fucking judgmental in my relationship, especially yeah. about like, I would never have done shrooms, bro. Really? Nah, never. Do you, here's a question. I noticed this for me, but I was more judgmental in insecure relationships than I was very secure relationships. I've never been in other than other relationships. So I don't know. Have you just like dated, dated like randomly and you weren't like, we're not officially dating long term. No, not, no, not like major dating. You've done like a one off of like three weeks and been like, ah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, when I was in my first very confident relationship where I was like, wow, this is great. I became so much less judgmental and more open and giving of like my mentality. Would you be, for example, say you're with a girl, mm -hmm. would you be cool with her going and hanging out without you mm -hmm. and taking shrooms or something like that? Depends no? on the environment. Okay. So case to case, because when you're doing, you know, illicit substances around people that like are not a great crowd of people. Sure. I'd be very uncomfortable with that. I'd be, I'd be the guy that's like, yo, you just fucking got trashed with your ex-boyfriend and like all your fucking girlfriends that want to go fuck around. Probably not for me. Mm -hmm. Have fun being single. But if you do it, let's say a girl that I'm talking to comes over and hangs out with you. And then like you guys all do shrooms and there's like a whole group of people, but it's all of our close friends. Yeah. I don't have to be. And you're not that. there. You're fine with it. Yeah. What, how do you feel about if you are there mm -hmm. friends or people you like mm -hmm. taking or getting drunk or like taking shrooms or smoking like, and you being sober? I'm usually always sober outside of shrooms. 
I like I, I hate drinking because of the next day you feel hungover. Um, so I'm like the dad of the group that likes to take care of people. Don't get me wrong. I've got, I've definitely gotten plastered. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I, if you notice at parties, like I, I have pretty much one drink the whole mm -hmm. night. Um, and I'll do a shot with everybody or whatever, but look at my size, like one shot barely affects me. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, outside of shrooms, like I can't I, stand like, being sober and around drunk people. Really? I hate it, bro. I think it's it's so funny to me. Cause it, I get annoyed. Really? I get annoyed too. Like really? yeah. very easily. I'm just like I can't I can't do this. I'm leaving. That's fair. I don't I get annoyed with people that I don't like being around <laughs> for sure, but like when it's my close friends, I think it's so funny. I like I love watching them cuz a drunk man's words are a sober man's thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it's like you get the opportunity to see your friends like just saying dumb shit and having fun and having a blast. I like seeing my friends have fun, mm. you know, whereas uh, no, no correction. If I see some random motherfucker come up to me drunk and I have to fucking take care of this ass for the rest <laughs> of the night. Yeah. I fucking hate that. <laughs> right. Would you be comfortable with a guy you're talking to or your boyfriend going out and hanging out with people and doing like, I know a lot of people get really yeah, insecure mean, and jealous when they're like, Oh, I fuck. I got to stay in a night and study. But like, you don't want to hold your like significant other back from a yeah. good time yeah. and they like try to bring their friend down so that they don't go out like but it's like oh i'm studying your girl can still go out and have fun but yeah. like a lot of people get hella tight about that stuff oh yeah it's happened <clears throat> i i can't make anyone do anything like what what yeah. am i supposed to do mm -hmm. um i feel like i'm a chill person in that sense like yes i kind of get a little itsy bitsy like is it, a, is it a jealousy thing for yourself or is it an insecurity thing of like you think they're going to cheat? Like a FOMO for you or insecure? I don't get FOMO at all. I think it's a little bit of an insecurity. So how do you work on something like that? Um, you just have to learn to be more confident in yourself, you know, about yourself mm -hmm. and about your guys' relationship and like knowing that you guys like each other, you mm -hmm. know, and having like trust and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Learning to have trust in people and like, yeah, you know, if you want to cheat on me, you're gonna do it. So right. yeah, what exactly. am I gonna? Like, what, what am how I am I gonna do? prevent yeah. you from that? Yeah. I. This is this is a sensitive subject, so I, I want to toe this carefully, but like, when somebody gets buzzed or a little more tipsy than they should, and they cheat on somebody and say I wasn't coherent enough, that bothers me. Like that actually like bothers they me. Use the alcohol they use the alcohol. They use the alcohol. Cause I'm like, you weren't drunk enough. You like, did you black out? And they're like, no, I remember all of it. I'm like, yeah. I mean, like I've been blackout drunk and still not cheated on my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe I have like just a wild, intense focus of like, <laughs> yeah, and I can just keep it together. But, um, I don't know. I feel like there's been times where I've interacted with friends. I was like, bro, you fucking, you cheated because you're, you're a piece of shit. That's why you did that. Mm hmm. Whereas like, or you just weren't in love. Yeah. You weren't in love. Like, and that's you just fine. weren't on the same level. And, but like also don't use the alcohol as the excuse when you were going to do it at some point and it just happened to present itself while you were drunk. Mm -hmm. That bothers me. Cause there's also like extreme cases where people being taken advantage of and they use and they, the, the alcohol is actually a moment. Right, right. So I don't want people, I want to make sure like people watching this, you delineate the excuse of, 
hey, I, I legitimately got taken advantage of while I was buzzed. And that's an important thing to notice. And so people that are buzzed or drinking that you don't make the excuse of, oh yeah, I cheated on my boyfriend or girlfriend, but I'm going to say that it was a taken mm. advantage of moment. Bro, that brings me to, well, to, I have two things to say. One, I was out the other night and I ran into a friend. Uh, she was dating this guy. They break up all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. And she just so happened to not be broken up on this night or not oh, yeah. be together on this night. They were, they broke up the day before. And she's like sitting there asking me to give her some guy's number. And I'm like, no, like you guys always get back together. This is and that. But like, I was just like, damn, the fact that like you've been broken up one day and you're already trying to get after another dude, your fucking relationship is so toxic. You need to leave. Like yeah. go home. If that's ever the case that you don't, love someone at all in my opinion when like the next day you're out drinking and you're like trying to get after another dude like you shouldn't be dating anyone they're just trying to fulfill their their it's it's honestly it's a sickness it's a Mm -hmm. it's a love addiction to to feel needed Mm -hmm. and wanted Mm -hmm. and it's like that's just not healthy and then that brings me to something else i was in the studio the other day and (laughs) i was like yo you got any ideas to one of the guys he's like yeah he's like what what if we talk about like you know, being a guy, I'm going through this right now and, uh, you know, waiting around for a girl to like choose you, you know what I mean? Like, like she's talking to another guy, but like y- you want her to be with you. And I'm like, bro, why the fuck? <laughs> if a girl's talking to another guy, would you wait around for her? <laughs> that is the most pathetic thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Facts. Wow. Like you need to have a chat with this dude and be like, yo, you- he's like, if you, do you ever feel that way? I go, no. Yeah. I never wait for a girl to choose me over someone else. Facts. What the wow, fuck? That's so sad. Just tell her you like her or something. Stop yeah. waiting for like, them to break her, up. Tell her straight up how you feel. Be like, mm-hmm. this is how I feel. Here you go. She's playing the field and you want to be with her? Yeah. yeah for real. <laughs> I mean, we all play Honestly, the field, not, but not, not like publicly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird. I. I mm-mm. They're do like, it, waiting. do it and get out. Yeah. I would never wait around for someone. That's really oh. unattractive. Yeah. I don't like that. Yeah. That's so unattractive to me. Well, that's I probably would, why he's still waiting for her. Yeah. Right? Because she's like, yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wrote a song about this the other day. If, all right, say you're in a relationship and someone in the relationship asks for space. Mm-hmm. You give them the space, but like, say they want space for a long time. Do you mm-hmm. wait around if you truly love them or do you not? Depends. Like what's like Because the one person wants space What if they're doing something sneaky In that space Yeah I mean uh, Do they need space to go fuck Is that what they're doing I don't know There's there's scenarios where I think I could use space But like In in my past relationship But I don't Mm -hmm. think It was to figure myself out Yeah So like do you wait around for that person I mean that's essentially what happened in my relationship I did ask for space I said look I need to figure myself out um, do you wait around for that person or is that a telltale sign that things probably aren't going to work out? It would be really hard not to wait around in my opinion. Not to? Not like, or it would hard, be hard to wait. To wait. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what, yeah. But you don't want to press them. Wait. Say someone's not happy with themselves, right? Like I was very in a dark place mm-hmm. and I was not happy with myself and I just wanted to be alone. Mm-hmm. But like, how long is the other person going to wait for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I think you, you, 
if you're asking for space, this is it's definitely one of those case by case scenarios because I've asked for space when I just wanted to break up because I didn't mm. know how to have the conversation. <laughs> um, and I, I was like very young and I was like, I need space to think. And then I came back after my space and I was like, ah, no, I for sure want to break up. Yeah, this yeah. was this was the right move. There's also been times where I was like, I need space. Like, I'm not opposed to us getting back together, but like, so you're just too, too, too attached. Mm -hmm. And I need like some legitimately, legitimately, I need some legitimate time away to like breathe. And then I can like kind of fall back in love with you kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But I, I feel like you got to take it on a case by case. Cause I've, I've been in relationships where like, there's that conversation. I was like, yeah. You want space so you can fuck. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you can feel it. Why would someone want that? Why would you just want to go fuck other people? Like, just break up with them. That's what I said. I was like, look, I'm going to... And then they were like, oh, well, I don't want to break up. And I got, no, no, well, it's you, over. Yeah, you don't... It's I not... You don't get both. Yeah, you can't yeah. have your cake and eat it too. Right. I'm like, if you want to go fuck other people, just go fuck other people. That's fine. And then I don't have to resent you while I sit here and just like be a good boy. Wait around, yeah. yeah. This is yeah. so good for you. So I hope you have fun. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's just, yeah, I think you've got to mm. be able to have that conversation. But if you, if you really love, love them, them <laughs> if you really love that, yeah, say shut up. That's so manipulative. Tell yourself that when you fucking go to sleep at night yeah. while she's fucking somebody else. As long as she's as long as she comes back to me in the end, it'll you, be okay. It could be she's okay. getting her cheeks clapped and you're sleeping in bed. Oh my <laughs> It's going to be okay. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> uh, have some confidence in yourselves, people. Yeah. yeah. Know that there are 8 billion people right. in the world and 4.1 billion of them are women for the dudes out there. Right. And there's still 3.9 billion females. And listen, if they ain't, either one of those ain't your preference, there's a lot of people in the world, so you can find somebody. Right. And there's some fishies in the ocean. There's Richard. a lot of fishies in the ocean. <laughs> you want to fuck a tuna fish? Go do it. Go do oh it. There's some there's some places in the world that have no country jurisdiction. You can go for it. Do whatever you want out there. <laughs> oh God! Uh, I had a Dalmatian quick. <laughs> yeah, I had a Dalmatian breeder reach out to me this week that I reached out to like a long time ago when I wanted to get a dog. Mm -hmm. I really wanted a Dalmatian because I think they're fucking sick. I know they're hard to train and stuff. They're super cute, guys. We might be getting a dog. <sighs> It's okay. I can't. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Little roommate chat. You go, <laughs> you go ahead and have your referee moment right here. All right, Mark. Listen, you just got plants in your room. You don't even like watering your motherfucking plants. Yeah, because they don't give me love. Dude, they give you oxygen. They give you tons of love. That's more love than a dog's going to give you. Dog's going to shit in your room and piss everywhere and get he wouldn't hair be allowed all over here. He wouldn't he be allowed in your room? No. You monster. Until he's potty trained. He's a puppy. He's the cutest at, his, at the cutest stage. He's not allowing your room when he's like, oh, I just want to hang out with daddy. No, what if he has and an then he's like, he like well, waddles up the stairs. What, that's what puppies that's do. What, you're a dad. No, he stays down here. He has an accident on the floor. You clean it up quick. But if he stains the carpet, that's coming out of the security deposit. That's coming out of your part of the security. <laughs> you're half of this shit. <laughs> Bro. <clears throat> I mean. You guys should get a cute little lab. <laughs> we're not so getting a dog that sheds. If, yeah, we're, no. if we're getting a dog, it cannot shed. That is like my biggest pet peeve. Shedding dog? Shedding. Like, it's okay. Like, back in the farm, we have the German Shepherd or Dalmatian mm -hmm. Great Danes. But they, they're outside, so it doesn't matter. But then when you get a dog on the inside that sheds everywhere, it's just, it's everywhere. But we have a yard. It could stay outside at all times. 
Oh my god, you're a monster. How am I a monster? Dogs yeah. love outside. They do love outside. I know, but all the time? I not not all the time. What, you think I'm fucking putting it out there for 24 hours? I don't know Maybe. what you do. You That's might. what we do with the dogs on the farm. We just leave them outside? Yeah, they love it out well, there. Well, it's too hot in California yeah. for that. Yeah. Well, mm, we need to have... if Okay, I'm not opposed to having a puppy. I... But Why don't you guys just I just get want one kitten? that doesn't shed. Ew. Ew. <gasps> What the disgusting. fuck did you Get the fuck say? out of here. You're done. You're fired from this podcast. Get out. I want to get a cat? What do you think? The only cat I would consider getting is one of those expensive ass like Bengal cats. The only cat I love is like Pussy. Like the one that Ari has? Ari you has a Bengal? No, the ones that are like almost Kyle dogs. Laughed, They're huge. They're like Savannah cats. <laughs> what? What did he say? He was I, mumbling into the cat. No, I... <laughs> what did you say? What? I literally go, the only cat I love is Pussy. Ew. <laughs> And I was like, nobody caught that joke. I'll just like speak this to myself. And I go, Tyler, I bet you Tyler caught that joke. And he, I just see a thumb Thumbs come up. across the screen. <laughs> uh, that was great. Adelia, what'd you, what happened this week and stuff? What's yeah, going what on happened in your life? This week and stuff? <clears throat> People want to know what's going on in your life. Yeah, what's going on in your really? life? Yeah. Really? Nothing's going on in my life. I'm vlogging. Vlogging? Uh, you should make a video like Kristen did the other day, just talking about who you are. I don't like talking about myself. I think it's. I don't know. People don't know Yo, anything about you. They I need know. to know more stuff about you. Facts. You should do a they video about fit. like, you should do a video of like how your family came to America. Like that's a dope story. Yeah. I just feel like it's boring. It's so, so people not are though. People so bored. Nah, you know when like an actor or like a celebrity. I've told these stories. He's yeah. told these stories. Yeah. You haven't told these stories. Yeah. People yeah. know everything about me. Yeah. You know when an actor like says like, oh yeah, I was actually... Born on a farm, like people yeah. find that fascinating. That I they grew think up it's on a possible farm. for them to come from Estonia to mm-hmm. Iowa yeah. to you know, yeah. it's a story people can relate to. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's. You don't have to mold your vlogs like I do. You got to remember, I'm 500 deep. Mm-hmm. Like I've evolved. You're at the starting line. He's a beautiful butterfly that came from a cocoon. Yeah, you're still a caterpillar penis. wiggling around. He's yeah. just a caterpillar. What drives you, Adelia? <laughs> yeah. Drives me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not your car. What drives you? <laughs> well, my Scion TC mm-hmm. um, gets me to point A to point B. Mm-hmm. I like that. I you like know that. What I'm saying, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm still trying to figure it out. I feel like I've had a very off two weeks. Not I feel like you lie. say that every two weeks. <laughs> I know, but like I. We're really gonna have you start having on two I weeks. I know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Why have your two weeks been off? Because um, you didn't get your lips done quick enough? Yeah. No. Um, I don't know. I feel like YouTube's been great. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the parts where I'm like thinking of new ideas and stuff, because I don't want to copy other people and, and I want to take ideas and like make my own. Sometimes it's like, freaking hard i'm not gonna lie and i've just been so like uninspired and so down about it like lately Mm -hmm. and i've just been like pulling shit out of my ass pretty Mm -hmm. much that's just how i've been feeling we've noticed yeah really yes okay great no for real yeah i think you need to find motivation and inspiration from someone other than me right yeah Mm -hmm. like when i really step back from like basically telling you what to do Mm -hmm. that's when you started to feel like this you know yeah but that like you need to start doing what I was doing for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you need to wake up and find the, 
motivation and the reason for behind the stuff you're doing. Yeah. Because if you're just doing it to do it, then what's the point? Yeah. Like you really need to dive deep and like focus on what you love and like find out what it is that makes you happy in making videos. You know, mm -hmm. are you making videos because you want to or are you making videos because I gave you an opportunity and you don't want to blow it? I think it's both. Mm -hmm. And like it sucks that I feel that way. Mm -hmm. Like, but I, I, I genuinely do lo like it. Mm -hmm. But there's just days where I really don't sometimes. Yeah. And it sucks because I just started and I don't want to feel like that. Right. Yeah. Like I don't want to feel already burnt out and like, mm -hmm. uh, like not like, I don't know. <coughs> so yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm thinking about more of the fashion thing and like clothes and, and stuff. And, um, I'm looking at getting a sewing machine. Ooh, that'd be dope. Yeah. And a bunch of like, Things. Have you watched Hannah's? Um, I, I, what, what do I call them? They're not vlogs, but they're like sewing tutorials. Yeah, <laughs> sewing tutorials. Hannah Stocking. Uh -uh. She, she does like a sewing thing on IGTV. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. They're they're actually pretty fun. They're like entertaining and like you know Hannah like is super quirky and so yeah. she adds a lot of that personality into it. Mm -hmm. And so it makes it really fun for people to watch. You should watch yeah. that and like okay. do your version, Adelia's version of that. Yeah. And you don't have to like. No one's forcing you to post. Mm -hmm. You could sit back and like think about what you want, mm -hmm. you know? I know, but. But you need to start like figuring that out, you know? Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. What do, you, what do you have to say, Pearson, about that? I agree with everything that Mark said. You know, I I said this last night on my pod was, you know, a lot of times we have to discover our why. You know, why do you wake up in the morning? Why, why do you want to post? Why do you want to make videos? Why do you what do you want to drink coffee instead of uh, Coca-Cola? You know, what, what is your, what is your driving factor? What is your dream and inside of all of this? And how does making videos leverage that dream and make it come true? Mm -hmm. And maybe videos making content is that dream. And I think, you know, Mark made a good point of like, you have to be the reason other than me of finding, finding purpose of like the motivation inside of that. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's going to be something that's, that's, definitely a challenge and I know that for me when like you set out to do something and it's completely new and foreign especially when you've had somebody kind of like holding your hand and now they're like training wheels are off go for it mm -hmm. that part's like it's uncomfortable but it's yeah. such a good it's so good for you to feel the resistance that you can read inside of uh, mm. the war of art and it's resistance and the dynamic of feeling uncomfortable and facing the fear is when we grow the most. Yeah. And so now you're at the growth stage and you have yeah. your brain is providing you with two options right now, fear and setting back and resorting to your old ways. But if you do that, you know you're gonna fall back into the same trap of unhappiness mm -hmm. that you were in before. But now if you push past it, you're going to achieve dreams and success that you've never had before in your life. Yeah. And new doors and new opportunities and new life experiences will come out through that. But now you have to make the choice every day to fight past that resistance. I mean, for me, yesterday was a rough day. Mm -hmm. I was exhausted and I couldn't like every time somebody like came and talked to me, I just, I, it was that little thought in the back of my head where I was just like, fuck, I just don't want to do shit today. Mm -hmm. I just cannot do shit today. But I would like, I'd shut that voice up and I, decision made. Boom, we're going. Boom, decision done. Boom, da 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 da. And I was exhausted and I was tired, but we still like made through all of these moments. Mm -hmm. 
And so now that's this is your opportunity to start quieting that voice yeah. and listening to Delia's voice up here. Yeah, because I feel like when I first started YouTube, it was your voice. You mm -hmm. know, saying like yeah. even what a great voice to have too. Yeah. The fucking OG. <laughs> even like the other day, like a fan tagged me in something, and my, they tagged me in my very first YouTube video, and I watched it, and I literally like teared up. I was like, "Holy shit, this feels like forever ago." Mm -hmm. Like, and I was at such a high mm -hmm. because it was like you pushing me and like you just like doing it with me. Like I had so much help and I was like, boom, 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 video, 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 video. And I was like, uh, it was like a right here. And mm -hmm. now I'm just kind of like going down a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to be going down. It's Cause you, you know? need to, you need to try. It was new. It was fresh, right? Mm -hmm. It's like why I like writing music now. Yeah. It's new. It's fresh. So you need to, like I said, make a video that's different. Make mm -hmm. a video like the only way that you're going to like feel like it's not the same thing is do something different. Yeah. Make a different video. It doesn't always have to be a vlog. It doesn't have like it's not about and that's something, too, that I'm starting to do. It's like it doesn't always have to be like, oh, I need to get the most views on this video. Yeah. Make what you want to make. And that's something that I really want to push forward to also. Like what was your initial reason for moving out here? Fashion. Fashion. So you mm -hmm. utilize this gateway to like, mm -hmm. you know, do fashion. Why yeah. haven't you reached out to someone to be like, hey, I want to start my own T-shirt. You could sell merch. Why not? Yeah. Why aren't you doing that? I don't know who to reach out to. Have you you can't Googled figure it? it out. No. Yeah. You uh, listen. Any of you guys listening to this, this is a good opportunity for all you guys to learn something. Google it. You could Google it. Merch companies <laughs> in LA. Yeah. Fanjoy. You can yeah. see someone wearing their own product. DM them. Mm -hmm. Be like, hey, who does your t-shirts? Yeah. There's always a way. Yo, I, I literally, first time I ever made like a merch product, I walked up to a guy at a kiosk that was printing shirts. Mm -hmm. I go, yo, how much? He goes, what? I was like, how much to make my merch line? He goes, I don't know, like 20 bucks a shirt. I was like, sure, let's do it. Which is not a good deal. That's a terrible <laughs> deal. It's a terrible deal. But that was all I knew. And I was... Mm -hmm. I, I was green and I didn't know what else to do. And so I was like, fine, let's fucking work out something. And you make my first line of shirts. It ended up not going through because I found somebody better. But that was like, sometimes you just have to throw the fucking spaghetti on the wall and yeah. see what happens. Yeah. Now you got Google. <laughs> Google's a hell of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like start doing, incorporating what you want into your mm -hmm. videos, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, between you and Mark, I don't know who has more fashion taste. That's a, a you know what I'm saying? Hey. But I mean, we, we have talks every day about me too. Like I'm mm -hmm. my why to move out here was YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. And then I f did that and I'm doing that, but my why's changed. You know, I want to yeah. do, I have a, a bigger vision now, mm -hmm. you know, I achieved the, the YouTube. Now I have, I'm onto something that I want to do different. So I, we talked about it on his podcast, link in description. Uh, Brock O'Hearn, Mark Donor, <laughs> great podcast. Um, but yeah, like I still wake, I will still wake up every day and do shit, right? Like, like he mm -hmm. had that day yesterday. Today was one of those days for me. Like I didn't want to fucking do anything. Mm -hmm. And I forced myself when you were out there tanning, I was like, I don't want to vlog right now, but I'm going to try to push myself. And once I started doing it, I was like, Oh fuck yeah. Like I'm happy. Mm -hmm. Like you just got to push yourself to do it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like with anything in life, like to read a book, start yeah. to go to the gym, just get to the gym and then see what happens. Yeah. And like, once you're in it, there's no going back. Like right. once you wake up, it's like the one, two, three, four, five. When you wake up, once you wake mm -hmm. up, you're up. Yeah. yeah. So like just start filming or 
run with an idea even though you think it's a bad idea run with it see where it mm-hmm. takes you yeah physically put it on a piece of paper and just go running yeah yeah okay. yeah that's yeah. how it works drive somewhere like mm-hmm. you went to big bear go somewhere and make a video by yourself see yeah. how it does be like yeah. like all about you by yourself go yeah. yo i just watched this uh make it different this like, youtuber and she literally did that she was like i'm bored so i drove out to the middle of nowhere and i'm filming myself in my trunk and I shot this like, I saw that, yeah. yeah, and she was great. I was like, this is super dope. Like, I really appreciate this. And it's just her talking to the camera, explaining some of her process of how she makes like these little short films. I don't, what was her name? I don't know, but I, I saw that video. Yeah. And I was like, this is dope. Like, I really appreciate like people just speaking their dream and their vision into it. I think you could do something like that as well. That's yeah. like dope for fans to see. Yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> I'll put that in my notes Put that in your notes Yeah Note it up Mark what do you do when like When you're Trying something new Like the first time you made a song mm-hmm. What did you do? Made a smash <laughs> What was a smash? <laughs> what was your first song? Does your mama know? Does your mama know? Um, When I'm trying something new Yeah I've learned that I really enjoy the risk i guess like mm-hmm. when i started the podcast was, that was new youtube was new mm-hmm. um that's something even now talking about it reflecting back on i've tried a lot of new things yeah i moved out here worked for people then i did it myself that was huge mm-hmm. did the skits on instagram then i started the youtube then i did the facebook show and now i did the podcast and the youtube now i'm starting music like i think it's the, the best thing everything's worked out that's what I've realized. Have you ever had any like major flops in the mix? Big of flops? That? Yeah. Like a good, you were like, fuck, that was such a good learning experience, but it pissed me off because it flopped so it didn't, bad. Didn't succeed. Yeah. Um, I think the flop has come when I've given up. Yeah. You know, I don't make Instagram content anymore. That's the flop. Yeah. But it was, it was doing good. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, my song Bad Season to me flopped. Mm-hmm. Did like it's got like half a million streams. That was mm-hmm. a flop to me. Yeah. But just on to the next song. Yeah. I've always learned that in the process of like doing all this shit. Just you can always make another. Yeah. So yeah. in the midst of like taking a flop, your method behind it is like I uh, you go, Okay. That was a flop. How do I make it better and move mm-hmm. on to the next one? What do you do like what's your what's your process inside of that of like okay, do I go in and critique it and say what I could have done better and this is how I'm going to come up with threesome or memory or what was what was that process post-flop like? like well, I wrote all those You have songs. the depression, you're like, fuck, I fucked this up, fucking shit, what could I have done better? Uh, I just, I just know, well, I mean, I analyzed the song and I, I knew it wasn't going to do as good. Yeah. Like, I just knew that. I was like, it's not my favorite song. Yeah. I'm still going to put it out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I analyze what does well. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, like last night, for example, you guys went out to eat. I was sitting studying like structures of songs and how mm-hmm. people produce and their songwriting technique. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm observing people. Yeah. I'm doing the research. Like what you said, you don't want to steal ideas, but like you definitely want to pull inspiration from people. And you see like, I was watching yeah. like a Phineas video about Billie Eilish and like where they pull in inspiration. They pull inspo from other songs and then you mm-hmm. hear it once you hear the song. You're like oh yeah, that sounds like that song. Mm-hmm. So it's like everyone does it. Oh yeah, They're inspired. That's, that's yeah. a good. That's a good thing. Don't be afraid to steal. 
Well, I learned that from you. You told good. me that in the beginning. You don't like, steal yeah. the idea. Don't you just good, steal it. You just make it better. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah. artists create. Great yeah. artists steal. Yeah. But you don't steal because there's copyright infringement. Right. You take it and you make it your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make it better. Find ways to improve mm-hmm. or at least make it yours. Everything's yeah. been done a hundred times. Yeah. yeah. Don't be afraid of stealing everything. And then just make it your own. Yeah. How do you think Steven Spielberg became who he was? You know? Mm-hmm. He stole the vision of like, oh, we take a you know twenty four millimeter lens and we throw it on this shot and we fucking go out and shoot it with this light and we got the gaff team and the sound and da 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 da. da. All these ideas were compressed into a singular moment for us to observe. Yeah. So don't be afraid of that. Own it. I think. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anything that's actually flopped. Like my, I did I did this brand deal um, for this app that flopped, and I'm not afraid to say their name. Same. Eight seconds, because. They were punks, and I want to fight them, and they stiffed me money. <laughs> um, and uh, they paid me part of it, but I I ended up like with a partial sum, and like the app was kind of garbage, but what came from it was a huge learning experience for me. Number one, how to get more solidified contracts and how to get better payment up front and on the back end. Um, as well as like interaction with fans, it was a really great test to see how my audience responded to stuff that I was doing and how like, you know, they translate to other apps that I'm using and things like that. And my big takeaway was like, awesome, cool. Like the app flopped and it was not a takeaway hit. You didn't get, you know, revenue inside of the brand or anything like that. But you learned that your audience is willing to transfer with you and they love you for who you are. Um, And I think that was a really cool learning experience for me, even inside of like the miss that it was, I was like, there's still like really cool moments inside of this and learning to push myself and trying to find creative Mm -hmm. moments to interact with a brand. I like that. I love the opportunity of failing. Yeah. I've learned that in business. I've gotten Mm -hmm. fucked over in business. Like the contracts thing. Mm -hmm. I never want to work with someone until like the contract is like we're not gonna do shit until I have something signed or we've talked business. Yeah. Cause there's been songs that I've made where I go in, they're like, oh let's do a session. I go in, I do the song and then it was time to talk business. They want X amount of dollars and X amount of percentage and I'm like, no. Yeah. So then the song never gets fucking out. Yep. And it's like you just the stupid ass business just got in the way of our creativity. Mm-hmm. Which like it's just Everyone wants a piece of the pie. And that's what I've learned too with the music thing is like there's this perception when I hit up people in like music of like, oh, he's a rich YouTuber. So I'm going to just drain him for his money. It's like, bro, that's not how it works. First of all, I'm not a fucking rich YouTuber. I do good, but I'm not like James Charles. Like, look at all these YouTubers buying houses. I haven't bought a house yet. Yeah. Um, We got roommates. (laughs) Yeah, literally. You know, so by no means I haven't spent my money well. <laughs> I should have invested yeah. way earlier, which mm-hmm. I, I should have done. I never did. Like I said, I'm paving the fucking road. So I mm-hmm. was never told any of this stuff. But where was I going at with this? Oh, yeah. They're just trying to like suck me dry. And it's like, dude, how about we just make a, a dope song and like let's have it pop off. I also heard you getting sucked dry the other night. Huh? <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't. You were here? What? <laughs> <laughs> it was not me. I didn't know you were here. Oh, uh, <clears throat> uh, back to back to the learning lesson. Had to throw that one in there. <laughs> yeah, just make sure you guys, when you do something in business, that 
you've talked about the business before you get into yeah. bed with someone facts because mm-hmm. I, I mean i mean i've done a merch deal dude sucked i was starting to do another merch deal previously dude sucks mm-hmm. so now i'm trying to do another fucking merch deal with, i'm trying to find someone else who's like actually reliable and it's getting to the point this is why i do everything myself because you can't rely on other people and it's really fucking annoying yeah i'm about to just do it myself yeah. and like buy all the product and like pay Adelia to ship it out or something Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right you. like we got our little merch girl yeah and then she's doing what she loves so when mark and i, I take 80 percent, you take 20 percent. sure okay. sure <laughs> yes that is how that works <laughs> like a great deal for me perfect <laughs> frankly where's the, where's the one of the best deals i've ever heard in the history of deal making and i wrote the book on it literally um yeah when we go on tour mark and i will be doing uh vlogging from the the big stage and uh, Adelia will be uh, doing our merch table. So make sure you. <laughs> that would be so funny. I'm down. It would actually be hilarious. I'm but down. you should do like a full on fashion show while we're doing the show. It's a, like a runway show yeah, on the side. Deal. All right. Thanks for being on the pod. Thanks for listening, guys. I got nothing else to talk about. I'm going to get this vlog going. Go stream threesome. Go stream threesome. Wait. And we'll see you guys next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Have a threesome. Just us, you, me, and your best friend.